Sorry, you lagged. Wait, am I here? I can't wow. see you. I think we're good. Hello. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Gin and Spirits. <laughs> the Alcohol Infused Story Podcast. Where we talk about creepy things. And drinks. And that's, that's it. We haven't done this in a very long time, clearly. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's been. When do, you, when do you think her last one was? It was just, August. Oh, <gasps> so long ago. <laughs> that was when I started to get like serious into the moving process. Like everything yeah. spiraled. But yes, and long. then school started, and so it's been, been crazy. But here we are back. No, it couldn't have been August because we were posting stuff during the school year. No, I remember listening to things on the way to work. Was that last year? Have we been doing this for that long? Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Last year. <laughs> if I could be wrong, I'm going to look. But I remember seeing August. No, I believe you. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are from a safe social distance. <laughs> I'm saying sorry, like, like I don't really know if people give a shit, though. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, no. sorry, gone. But people are probably like, thank God we don't have to listen to those bitches anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, so, <laughs> let's see. Episode 46 was My Sharona, and it was published August 19th. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, we did do that for almost a whole year. Yeah. <laughs> So hopefully the audio quality is okay on this. We're recording over Skype, but sorry. Right. You know what though? At least it won't have an air conditioning in the background. That's <laughs> true. First, like yes. So just yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. All uh, right. So what are you eating, Melissa? I'm eating broccoli cheddar soup. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I just had Wendy's. It was very good. <laughs> I know that's not really the question, though. So, Kate, okay, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm having, um, I got these new Smirnoff um, seltzers. Uh, so it's a spike seltzer just by Smirnoff. I guess it's like they were jealous of White Claw and decided to do their own thing. Um, so this is raspberry rosé uh, spike seltzer. So it's very good. <laughs> Um, what are you drinking, Melissa? I'm drinking, and I'm going to show it to you. Like, it's not something you haven't seen. Guys, we're doing this over Skype, just so you know, because it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's Corona season. So we've got Coolitos, the uh, 80% Cabernet, 20% Merlot version. It's delicious. There's butts on the bottle. So you should get yeah. it. It's really good. I've also had it. <laughs> Definitely get it, guys. Um. So- I'm literally currently messaging someone on Instagram that, like, is interested in sharing, and I don't know if they mean that they want to type it or tell it. Okay. So, I'm saying we're currently recording. If you want to either type it out or talk it out. Yeah. There we <laughs> go. Cool. I'll just nice. put them on the speaker. I've got a Google Voice now, so I'll send them that. <laughs> Good. Awesome. <laughs> that works. That would be exciting for our yeah. first episode back, someone calling in. God, I'd be so hyped. Oh, I love so- it. Yeah. All right. In the meantime, yeah. Creepiest thing of the week. You want to go first? Yeah. What do you got? So, um, this is a story from my mom. Um, 
So she was doing laundry the other day, um, and her apartment building has laundry on the first floor, and it's like, I think it's just two machines in there, and she was like putting stuff, I think, from the washer into the dryer, and she saw, um, or she heard something behind her, and she turns around, and she said there was a very old man standing behind her. Um, and he was just kind of staring at her and she was like, hi, which I'm sure it wasn't like that. That's what she told me. I can't imagine my mom ever responding to a stranger. No, <laughs> no. no. So we're like, oh, what? You know? <laughs> um, and she said, hi. And he said, I've been doing my laundry on Tuesdays for years. And she was like, okay, it's Sunday. <laughs> Oh my God. And then he just like left. And so she was he I guess wanted to person? Well, so she looked out the door and she wanted to see where he was going and like what apartment he's in. And he was gone. No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. So was he a ghost? Your mom has to move. I know. Just gotta move. You can never do laundry on Sundays or Tuesdays, you know? Because right. <laughs> he lurks on Sundays but does laundry on Tuesdays. <laughs> but she just thought it was very weird. And so she texted me and she was actually like, Do you think he was a ghost? And I was like, Yeah, I do. <laughs> so that's my creepiest thing of the week. I also think it's a ghost. Your mom has to move. Yes. Or change her laundry. <laughs> That's it. Those are the, the only two options. Changing the laundry yes. schedule is easier, but it's riskier, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's a good first step, maybe, you know? And then she can move. Baby steps. <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> uh, my creepiest thing of the week? Um, so, all right. Our listeners don't know this. Kate does. I'm just going to rapid summary two sentences. <laughs> Um, there's a squirrel that exists. <laughs> it's not a fucking lie, you guys. I can't even see it. All right. There's a squirrel that exists on my little patio balcony shit. I'm, I'm in a condo, right? I've got these two cats now. They're adorable. And there's a squirrel that exists. And all he does is taunt my cats and me on occasion, okay? Because I get mad about it too. <laughs> so that's my summary of that. My previous thing of the week is this past week. So not, so, okay. Last week I heard this like strange scratchy sound and I was like, if this freaking squirrel moved <laughs> my attic, I'm going to lose my mind, right? <laughs> um, but I only heard it the once and I was like, maybe... That was nothing. I don't know. (laughs) But then last week I heard it was like 1130 at night. I don't think, I don't think I told you this. So this is news. No, this is new. It was like 1130 at night. And I heard what sounded, it was, it sounded like a whole human was walking in my attic. You know what I mean? (gasps) Like, I was like, okay, that's really unlikely that that's the squirrel. like scritchy and more like stompy oh no I was like and me and my cats are all like looking at each other and like looking up and I 
Um, the I was watching the Sh Shannara Chronicles on Netflix, which are excellent, by the way. And oh, I have to. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, oh yay! I'm so excited. I am. Okay, cool. They're typing it now. Okay. Yay! Okay. Um, all right. So the. Shannara, all right, yeah, so I'm watching that show. It's excellent. Watch it. Cool. It's like Dungeons and Dragons in TV version, you know? Ooh, okay. And then um, I'm like, so I pause that, and me and my cats are, like, listening to this shit, and then it just stops. Like, there's no, like, retreating sounds. You know? Oh, no. Like, 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 at least when I heard the screeching noises, like, it was like, I heard it kind of, like, above my living room, and then, like, they kind of, like, made its way to the edge wall, and then uh -huh. I was like, oh, it left. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, too loud, and then it just stopped. Like, in the middle. No. So, either it went away when I went to bed, or it's still there. I don't know. And I can't check my attic, because here's some creepy thingsception um, for the listeners. <laughs> my attic connects to my neighbor's attic uh, that I share like the ceiling with. So I've screwed the attic door shut because I'm a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just want to be protected from psychopaths. That too. Um, however, now I cannot check to see if anything is in my attic. So hopefully, oh, no. hopefully my neighbor will experience it as well. And hopefully they haven't screwed their door shut and they can deal with it. <laughs> There was a part of me that was like, maybe they heard scratchy sounds at 1130 at night and went up to go check, but they never went back. You know what I mean? So right. Like, and then I was yeah. like, either just they might like, also oh, have to move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> Process blows. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so creepy. Yeah. I don't like that. The part about not retreating is the worst. I know. I was sitting here for so long and like, you know me, after a certain point, and we've discussed that this would be my reaction, like the denial yeah. of sin, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, me and my cats are sitting here like looking at each other and looking at the ceiling in silence. My cats never shut up, by the way, so mm -hmm. you might hear them yell on this at some point, but we all <laughs> were sitting there frozen, still and silent. Nothing came of it and I was like, it's gone. And I just <laughs> it's gone. I guess that's done, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Whatever it is died. We can watch TV again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So creepy. I don't like that. Me either. Okay, this person is still typing. I think it's gonna be a long one. So do you wanna come back to um Yeah, we can do it as like a pause in between our stories. Yeah. I'll yeah. Like okay. What do we call it? Oh, Tales from the Greek Beyond. Yeah. So it'll just be a little pause mm -hmm. instead of a precursor. So that's perfect. Amen. All right. So I'm going first. Yes. Oh, All I'm right. Up. I miss hearing ghost stories. Let's right? go. I'm, I'm excited about this one. I think it's a good one. Oh, my God. Yes. So I hope that you like it. Um, all right. So I'm going to tell you the story of the Bridgewater Triangle. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I love me a B okay. triangle, you know? A what? A B blank triangle. Like, yes. Like, give well, me some, uh, apparently give me some bridge water. Keep yes. Angles, start with a B coming. 
There we go. Well, conveniently, the Bridgewater Triangle is referred to as the Bermuda Triangle of the United States. Oh, snap. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So the Bridgewater Triangle um, is an area of about 200 square miles in southeastern Massachusetts. Um, and so that name uh, was first coined in the 1970s by a cryptozoologist named Lauren Coleman. Um, And he wrote that this triangle um, could list them. I don't know if people care. Maybe it's their town, so let's list them. Um, (laughs) Abington, Renoboth, Freetown, um, which are the points of the triangle. Okay. And then Brockton, Whitman, West Bridgewater, East Bridgewater, Bridgewater, Middleborough, Dighton, Berkeley, Raynham, Norton, Easton, Lakeville, and Seekonk are inside of the triangle. <laughs> so it's a long town. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the things that we care about within the triangle are the Hockamock Swamp, uh, Dighton Rock, the Freetown Fall River State Forest, Profile Rock, and Solitude Stone. And we're going to talk about all those things. Um, there's a lot of rocks, a lot of rocks with like inscriptions in them and other stuff that we care about. <laughs> nice. I look forward to learning about rocks today. Good. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Earth Science. We're going to learn about rocks. Um, okay. So within this area, um, there's a mix of reported phenomena, um, such as UFOs, uh, mysterious animals, um, some like legendary beings, uh, ghosts, poltergeists, and animals that like are weird, weird animals. (laughs) Like everything was like, wow, so spooky, wow. Spooky, spooky. So spooky and animals that are weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what's happening there. Um, um, and then also like butchered animals in addition to the weird animals. That, see, that's a spookier way to phrase that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there are weird ones. I'll tell you about them. All right. So Melissa, why do you think that this area this triangle of land is haunted what could have happened there all right hold on i'm thinking about the list you just gave me there was a long list um what started it what started it all okay um a hospital no and uh a native american burial ground (laughs) there you go (laughs) not a burial ground but i mean yeah (laughs) Um, kind of a burial ground. So, um, uh, according to multiple sources, um, Native American uh, people who were living on the land were really abused by colonial settlers, um, and and we'll get into you know more of that. But so the um, Native Americans put a curse on the land, according to legend. So what happened? Some bad stuff. Um, so, okay, so at Hockamock Swamp, um, 
which is like the largest freshwater basin in all of Massachusetts, uh, was the final holdout for Metacomet and his warriors in the days leading up to their annihilation by English settlers. And so by the end of that, nearly 3,000 Wampanoag, oh my goodness, I hope I don't mispronounce this, Um, Wampanoag men, women, and children were killed or sold onto slave ships that were bound for the West Indies. Um, There were also a lot of, I guess, sacred areas and, and especially rocks um, that were important to the Native Americans that lived there, including uh, Profile Rock, which was believed to be the face uh, or like have the image of the face of Chief Massa Soit. Um, so, yeah, and all that kind of got defaced and destroyed. So, a curse. And what else? Okay. Um, more about the rocks. There were just a lot of, uh, there's a lot of vandalism, um, especially of profile rock and then Dighton rock. Uh, there's figures of images of, or figures, bleh. there's carved figures of animals and people and figures, um, some of which people say have to do with fertility um, carved onto the rocks. And it's, um, yeah. So a lot of it has been vandalized, but there is a museum that was built on that ground um, that is like supposed to be honoring the rocks. So that, that's a good thing. All right. No. <laughs> so um, there are a lot of people who say that the paranormal activity in the triangle is fake or that people are making it up. And there's others who swear that they have witnessed or encountered paranormal things, such as strange lights in the sky, hairy creatures in the swamp, um, and a spirit in disheveled clothes lingering on the side of the road waiting to hitch a ride. (laughs) Um, So a lot of the paranormal activity takes place in the swamp. Um, It is called the most infamous part of the triangle. And... Its name that was given to it by the Wampanoag tribe means the place where spirits dwell. Ooh. 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 <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So they call the um the ghostly and paranormal things that happen or that happen to be at that swamp, it's inhabitants, <laughs> which I think is funny. Uh, yeah yeah there's vicious giant dogs with red eyes um that ravenously sink their fangs into the throats of ponies yeah so see weird animals what i'm sure you love that but you know most people (laughs) i know no i don't want the ponies to get hurt (laughs) um a flying creature that resembles a pterodactyl um, uh, Native American ghosts paddling canoes and glowing things that hover in the trees. Ooh. Um, Bigfoot is said to chill there. Oh, that's the hairy thing they see. Yes. <laughs> I, was really scared, I literally was thinking for like too long. I was like, what is hairy in a swamp? And I still don't actually have an answer to that. No, but maybe Bigfoot. That's it. That's the only one because everything else is like scaly or feathery. Yeah. Or bugs. That's it. 
<laughs> so it has to be Bigfoot. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Live in swamps? I don't even know if they do. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I feel like I also agree that it's things with scales and things that are slimy. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, okay. So the Hakamak Swamp is also called Devil's Swamp. Um, and there's a book called Ghosts of the Bridgewater Triangle by Christopher Bal- Balzano um, that talks mostly about the uh, the Devil's Swamp. And we're going to continue, but I have to scroll. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> There's a paranormal researcher named Christopher Pittman um, who did a lot of research about the swamp. And he says that people just tend to come to him uh, with information about the swamp. He lives locally and whenever people, you know, hear about something or see something, they they just come and tell him. So he's kind of just gathered all this information There's about the swamp. What does he look like? What does he look like? There's got to be some reason that he's the chosen one. What's his name? I'm Googling him in Jenny. I'm going to be Christopher Pittman. <laughs> Pittman with a T? Yeah, Pittman. This doesn't hold up. I can't be that guy. There we go. No, he looks pretty normal. What? Wow. He is a paranormal investigator. Like, people know that he is. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. I thought he was. And he lives. People were like, we have to tell someone that guy, you know? (laughs) I wish that'd be so much better. (laughs) That'd be great. Um, No. (laughs) But so he's gathered information about UFOs, Bigfoot, ghostly panthers, giant birds, uh, fiendish dogs. cattle mutilations, a mysterious hitchhiker, and then just tons of disembodied lights and noises. Um, And then he said that the most common thing that people tell him about is feeling like they're being watched while they're in the swamp. Um, He said... What? Because they probably are. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so some reports uh, from the Triangle that were told to Christopher Pittman. (laughs) Um, In 1971, the Norton police sergeant was driving along Winter Street. Um, He approached a place known as Bird Hill, which which is at the edge of the swamp, and he was suddenly confronted by a tremendous winged creature over six feet tall with a wingspan of eight to 12 feet. What? Yeah. What just suddenly do? approached. What did you do? What is it, it didn't mean? tell me what he did. What is but... it to be approached? What does that mean? Yeah. Suddenly walk... approached. Yeah, right. Suddenly. Okay, so did it walk <laughs> very rapidly toward him? Did it fly in? How was suddenly approached by something of that magnitude? <laughs> we need more information. So that's uh, Sergeant Thomas Downey. Reach out to us. Let us know (laughs) how you're suddenly approached. (laughs) Um, I'm shook. Yeah. In 1976, a huge black killer dog was reported 
in Abington within the triangle by a firefighter, Philip Kane, who said it ripped the throats out of two of his, his ponies and terrorized the community for several weeks. Wow. Yeah. Um, 93, there was a series of reports of a large light tan cat the size of a Great Dane. They named it the Mansfield Mystery Cat. <laughs> All right. That is called a puma or a mountain lion or a cougar. Yeah. On the area of the world you're from. That one might not be ghostly. That might just be yeah. an animal in the wild. <laughs> a weird animal? No, a, a wild animal that exists in the United States. <laughs> Who knows? You know. Um, every January, um, spooky lights, unexplained elusive balls of light have been seen over the railroad tracks that run beside the dog track and through the swamp. Um, in 97, a law enforcement officer saw a UFO in the sky there. Um, apparently there was a hunt for a, a hairy seven foot tall creature that lasted for two days and nights. Bigfoot, right? And then, um, there's a haunted school in the triangle as well. Um, so Bridgewater State University campus is said to be haunted, um, dorm room 228 and the auditorium are specifically haunted and there's a mysterious ghost named George who plays with stage lights and sounds there. Shit. Yeah. So um, there's some theories about why people report all of this. One is that, you know, the curse, right, which is the legend. Um, and then others are that there are glacial soils present in the area that might contain some type of magne magnetic mineral that could interfere with compasses, GPS systems, and even the human mind. So um, that is a possibility. Than magnetic minerals. And then someone else said... Um, that there are a lot of high tension power lines there that could affect people's perceptions. You know, yeah. I just feel like it's probably not that. Right. Like, <laughs> how many towns must have equally tense tower lines? Right. And like they're not. <laughs> yeah, there's so many towns encompassing this triangle. All yeah. right. So my, um, my my order of those three, I think you said three things, would be um, yeah. uh, number one, for sure, Native American curse. Like, mm -hmm. okay, if not that, then maybe, but probably not, the weird magnetic theory. I think that's people grasping for, like, at straws. So yeah. And uh, third is empty because not on the list is power lines. So... <laughs> That's not not an excuse. It yeah, doesn't, that's not no. it doesn't get to be there. No. <laughs> um, and then my last thing is that sometimes there is um, a ghostly truck driver that is on Route 138 there. Oh. So yeah, that is the Bridgewater Triangle. Oh, and they're making a movie about it or a TV show, a TV show about it. Um, FX is making it. And the people there are very happy. They are happy that a TV show is being made. 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so that is my my story. <laughs> I, um, I just poured myself another glass of wine, and it uh, made me realize I never told the listeners I'm drinking out of Uratus. Oh, yes. Please explain. uh, I have like a weird amount of like space themed kitchenware. And one of them is like a series of glasses that are shaped like wine glasses, like stemless wine glasses. So I only drink out of those when I drink wine. And today I chose Uranus. Yep. Nice. (laughs) Should we tell from the great beyond? Yes. I'm so excited. Let's see. Um, I don't know when this, when did this conversation start? Oh, this is someone who told us. We, okay, cool. We, sorry. I was like looking at my conversation history. That's okay. Trying to figure out who this was. So this person is apparently in episode 34 as well. Oh, so, I said earlier, thank you. Your story is in episode 34, whatever. Like, we were talking about whatever it was. Um, this was the person who experienced when there were three, um, like they were in a barn dog spirit. I don't remember. Um, oh, the <laughs> house that got burned down. Do you remember? Yes, I do. This person, so um, and okay, um, she says, so. I don't know why I said she. I don't know if it's a she. They say, I have another paranormal experience that both of my friends have experienced with me on a haunted trail. And uh, they sent that to me on August. I mean, I'm sorry, on October 22nd. Oh, no. Today, on May 19th. (laughs) I said, I realize this is months later. We disappeared for a while. But we're back if you're interested in sharing. And they said, they're so interested. They have a few stories about a haunted trail that's a block away from where they live. And so... They shared two stories with me. I'll share. Should we do one this episode and one next episode? Yeah. They're like a little blurb of text. Yeah. Let's save episodes. it for. Yeah. Yay. All right. Cool. They get to be highlighted two more times, including. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't. I'll read their name after I read this flip because it's like partially cut off in the top. All right. Okay. Here we go. This first one is with me and my guy friend. We met on the trail during summer after I graduated. I saw a light at one end and a tall shadow figure with red eyes on the other side. Then we heard footsteps behind us when he took a shortcut near my home. Oh my God. That's it. That's it. That's the blurb. That's, that's, oh my God. But they don't know what happened? <laughs> no, they don't. That's so spooky. That's a really spooky little blurb. I'm going to read it one more time. Ooh, that made my, yeah. palms, sweat. my palms feel sweaty. <laughs> I said, I'm going to say it one more time. Here we go. Um, we met, this is their guy friend and them. We met on the trail during summer after I graduated. I saw a light at one end and a tall shadow figure with red eyes on the other side. Like, can you imagine? What do you do? Wait, what do you choose? I'm in the light, but like still. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You're like running away from one horror to another. That's like, so spooky. I don't like like that. I would never go back. No. And they have a second story. I can't, I'm not reading it right now. You know, like we're not going to know what it is until next episode, but they have a second one. They've gone back. Oh, (sighs) this person's username, you guys follow them, um, is spiritual underscore paranormal 12. 
Um, they, they do like some art and they take some pics and you know. Nice. Yeah. Yay! Definitely That's go follow them. Awesome. I know I will. Yeah. Um, Yay. I look forward to their next story next episode. Woo! Me too. <laughs> Yay! All right. I'm ready for your tale. Yeah. And and just so just so you guys that are listening, like just so you know, like anything that is spooky that has happened to you, it is a tale from the great beyond that I want to yes. hear. Okay, so like same, send them to us. <laughs> that one's gonna give me nightmares. That was like so short and sweet and to the point, and I just it, it was too visual, you know. What mm-hmm. I mean? And it was too much of like a Sophie's choice. Like, what do you do? Yes, Ooh. I don't like it. I mean, I like it, no. but it scares me. No, same. Yes. And <laughs> <Send> then in. <laughs> yes. All right. So here we go. For mine, I'm going to tell you guys about the Shanghai Tunnels in Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. All right. Probably didn't expect them to be in Portland, Oregon, but that's where they are. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, all right. I used National Geographic, like, is how I found it. But almost everything I know about this comes from one source. Uh, it's portlandghosts.com slash the Shanghai Tunnels. Um, so uh, the tunnels are, well, they're tunnels like you'd expect. Um, <laughs> they're like 150 years old and they still exist under the ground. Um, they're below mm-hmm. like restaurants and shit, right? And people like don't even, some people know about them because like you'll go on tours and stuff. But like people that are just like, living their lives. I feel like I'm talking really loud because I just picked up my computer. I hope I don't fuck up the audio. Whatever. All I'm right. sure fine. Yeah. Lower your volume, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the tunnels are, uh, yeah, they're 150 years old. They're just, like, casually everywhere. And so, like, some people that go to the city don't know, but you're standing above, like, tunnels and they're That's really cool. haunted, haunted tunnels, you know? So, like, <laughs> you don't even know. You're just, like, sitting there eating your brunch sip on your mimosas and like below you haunting <laughs> I find this I, that's a creepy thought that can happen anywhere it can happen anywhere <laughs> oh especially <laughs> in Portland Oregon but yes also anywhere <laughs> all right so so um they're originally made for transporting goods from cargo ships into like um, wherever they're being delivered to because places were storing their goods under underground in their basements anyway. So it's kind of just like an easier, like, you know, point A to point B, keep it underground kind of thing instead of like right. walking stairs, whatever. Right. Cool. So that's why they had these tunnels. Um, and then when like prohibition starts rolling around, they start to be used to move like alcohol and stuff like that. So they've been, they are like multi-purpose for goods, but they're also multi-purpose for evil. Ooh. <laughs> um, so, here's where the haunting co- starts. Is uh, so there's like the so all these goods are coming in on cargo ships, and what happens is when those when the ships pull into port, the sailors have been on these ships for months. Like they're the reason they're called the Shanghai Tunnels is because it relates back to like East Asia with where the boats mm-hmm. are coming from and going to. So. Okay. People that have been, this is, we're going to Oregon from East Asia. We've been in a boat for months. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. These sailors get off the boat and they are like, we're getting lit, right? So they go to the bar. <laughs> Some of them are like, I just watched 
a dozen people die on the way here, like scurvy or whatever mm. they have going on on boats back then, you know? So, I think it was scurvy, yeah. Yeah, they were like, scurvy AF, I'm not going back, right? So like that. Like, get me some oranges, I need some vitamin C. Yeah, and then they're like, and I never want to be without oranges again. So some <laughs> sailors don't. <laughs> <laughs> So some sailors don't don't go back on the ship, right? Yeah. Um, so they just, wherever they land, they're like, I live here now, and that's it, right? <laughs> and so this is a problem for captains because they need to get their ship back, right? Right. It is not easy to just find people on a whim, like, we're only here for a couple of days, and I need people right. to, boat to bring this boat back to where I live. So um, <laughs> what ends up happening is, captains start paying people who are looking to make a quick buck and are not nice people mm-hmm. to quote Shanghai replacements. That's like the word that's interesting. Doing. So it's like literally human trafficking men to be sailors. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. And yeah. And so, and again, they use, they use the word Shanghai as like the, that's the word they coined for it because of the fact that the boats were going towards East Asia during the summer. Right. So um, the Shanghaiers then were like random American men in Oregon looking to make some money and some guy was willing to pay them $50 per person that they kidnap. And I don't know about Crazy. you. $50 does not sound like enough to kidnap someone, but no. different times. Etc. Etc. Well, how much money? What year was this? <laughs> I don't, uh, they said they're 150 years old. I think fifty dollars <laughs> that much more. It can't be more. It can't be. You're right. You're right. It's like it can't uh, be worth it. It can't be worth it. Like <laughs> Even if fifty dollars came out. <laughs> <laughs> Even I'm not know. saying it would be worth it for me. I'm like trying to think of like a very bad man, right? I'm like, how much would be worth it to him to like to kidnap? I'm, like, I'm sitting here like, even if fifty dollars was was three hundred dollars, like that's still right. It's not, like it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Can buy an iPad for that? <laughs> oh my god. Ooh. All right. Yeah. So for fifty bucks, <laughs> fifty bucks <laughs> pop. <laughs> so all right so i thought this was interesting because often you hear about human trafficking having to do with like women and children so uh, yeah so i thought it was i thought it was interesting that this was a time where human trafficking was happening to men and yeah. happening to men who were sailors or were or, or were wanted as sailors you know what i mean so like they're not they're strong yes yeah. they're not kidnapping like scrawny you know whatever jimmy who can't stand up on the side of the bar over there like whatever you know what i mean they're like right. <laughs> jimmy that's like he's teetering because he's drunk but he's gonna be a lot to lift like that's the guy they're trying to kidnap you're right. for that work by the way <laughs> and like and also it's like i think that's really scary you know mm-hmm. um, so um yeah, so they'd wait for the guy to get drunk, and then they'd be like, all right, I'm going to kidnap that guy, right? So here's what really blew my mind about this. Um, these tunnels, like I said, they go to the bars and stuff, and they are used to move cargo back and forth. 
And so mm-hmm. these guys that are being kidnapped are basically being treated like cargo. They're going to be moved. Mm-hmm. And to make it even crazier, as this kind of like continued on, people like there were trap doors in the tunnels <gasps> that would like open and you would just fucking fall from the bar into the tunnel. Like, oh my God. And it's because, so, I, well, uh, I'm, I'm kind of going out of order. I do this all the time, whatever. So it's, like, <laughs> later, like, after kind of, like, I don't know if it was at the same time. I don't think it was. I think it was, like, later when it got closer to be Prohibition. Mm-hmm. Gangsters started to use the tunnels and stuff, too. So that's where, like, those trapdoors started to come in. So I'm not sure um, if the trapdoors existed during the sailor situation time or if that was later. But okay. Here, there's trapdoors and people are being kidnapped through trapdoors like some like movie shit. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's not real life, right? Like <laughs> so then okay, so then the last thing about like the sailors is like basically once they got the sailors on board, you know, because if you're like me, I'm sitting here reading this and I'm like, well, if I got kidnapped, I just wouldn't help them sail. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, what are you going to do? Pick up my arm and make me hoist the mast or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> and like, But once they got on board, the choice was between starving or labor. So right. they had to do this shit. And um, some people, after several years eventually happened to get back on a boat that brought them back to their home like you could eventually possibly by chance get back home but mm-hmm. like it would take you years because each trip takes months you know right. i mean crazy so um yeah that's the gist for the sailors um a couple of sailors at one point kind of like escaped before the boat left and they were able to get back and were in the public and then after that people were like or specifically men men were more on edge about it so it became harder mm-hmm. to get more men because they were more aware so instead people they started to kidnap women for <laughs> yeah or older children or whatever other people that could be used for like labor on the boats and then <laughs> over time i guess as like boats became less of a thing Um, women were still kidnapped in those tunnels and the tunnels had like cages built in them and stuff. (gasps) Yeah. And it was used as like a prostitution ring situation. Oh no. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, around the same time, that's when like gangs started to like really start to use the tunnels a lot. Um, there were conflicting gangs, each with different tunnels that led to the same docks, which I love. (laughs) Uh funny because it's like if you think about it right like gangs are going to operate out of different buildings so it makes sense Mm -hmm. tunnels would go to those buildings but it's just like funny to think of like the tunnels being claimed by a gang i don't know yeah um yeah Yeah. uh and so the gangs would use the tunnels to move alcohol and other things during prohibition um they would use the tunnels to move you know people mostly Mm -hmm. dead people right (laughs) Um, (laughs) use the tunnels to like punish their own gang members in the cages that had originally been built for women in the past. Um, but since the cages were still there, they could use them for like people that they thought were going to snitch or whatever, you know, and right. usually they would let them out, but sometimes the people would die in the cage instead and all this stuff. Right. So tunnels, mm-hmm. evil, bad. So bad times, bad times in the tunnels. So during the prohibition, that was when police started to like raid bars and stuff. Right. So like now we're like, 
doing daily raids, eventually someone is going to mess up and have like their door open to the tunnel and be putting away booze or something when they get raided. Like it's going to happen. Right. Right. So it happens. So then police are like, oh my God, these tunnels exist. We've been duped. Right. So now police are like raiding the tunnels and they raid it so often that basically eventually the tunnels stop being used. They're not used anymore. We're over them. Um, but okay. it's a now today for like a tourist attraction. So all of that brings us up to today's stuff. I think really the history of this is more interesting than the the hauntings are not super specific. One of them is very specific. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the history leading up to the fact that it's haunted is like, wow, you know, in my opinion. Yeah. So um, when they reviewed like um, documentation, or I don't know how they did it. They estimate that 2000 people per year were trafficked through these tunnels in one wow. way, whether it was during the sailing times or during the prostitution rings. Um, Shit. Yeah, the the tunnels are miles long. They're like windy and whatever. And so like people have gotten lost in the tunnels. They've been left for dead. They were beaten or starved if it were during the gangster era. Um, yeah. So now when you go on these tours, um, make sure you go with a tourist if you decide, uh, not a tourist, a tour, a tour guide. guide. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you go with a tour guide because um, the tunnels are old. So in certain spots, the tunnels have collapsed. There's like dead ends in places and you can get lost really easily. They don't all lead to the dock anymore. Um, when people go, um, most people feel like, all right, remember how we used to like drink when things were cliche? Yes, um, let's do cliche. it. Um, people often feel goosebumps. Um, they, uh, feel unwelcome and watch. (laughs) Cheers. Yeah. And they see quick movements, shadows, and ghostly figures. Cheers. Mm -hmm. All right. These you can't drink. I mean, you can drink to them. You can drink to anything, really, but, like, <laughs> but, okay, these are more specific. So, um, they say that there's, um, there's a ghost of an Asian man who's been seen that explorers have named Sam, and oh. it's interesting to me because one of the things that happens is, like, people hear someone saying Sam, so, like, I think that's why they named the guy Sam, but, like, that doesn't mean it's his name, you know? Right. Yeah, no. So whatever, but so they've named him Sam. Uh, <laughs> He's probably looking for Sam. That's what I think. To- <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" He shows up and he's like Sam, and they're like Sam, and he's like, "Ah, oh. no, <laughs> not me." <laughs> so um, he's responsible, they think, for turning off and on um, lights in the basement of bars. Um, Things get moved in the tunnel, like, while people are in the tunnels. Um, he's, his, himself has been seen by people. Um, and, like I said, people hear the name Sam being, like, repeated. And one tour guide um, even heard it so loud that it echoed through the tunnels. And it came, <sighs> like, a tunnel in front of him that it, like, echoed out of, kind of. But all of his tourists were behind him. So it, like, was for sure not any of them that made the noise. Right. Um, so they say, like, Sam is, like, the one you want to run into. They're, like, like, everyone's 
hopes to run into Sam. Sam's like pretty chill. He's a good guy, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all of the other spirits are like referred to as tricksters, which I think is very cute. I like that <laughs> tricksters. It's like you're not. You don't really want to run into them necessarily, <laughs> but it's not bad if you do. Mm-hmm. Um, the tricksters, they you know do things you'd think trickster spirits would do. They tug at people's shirts. They tug <laughs> at people. They tug at their hair. Um, but even though they do all this nonsense, they're still seen as friendly. Um, for mm-hmm. the most part, the ghosts that are in this tunnel, like, are friendly, which I think is really interesting because... That think, is interesting. Yeah, you'd think they'd be, like, bitter and angry and, like, whatever, but I'm, I'm very surprised that's not the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. The only one that, like, uh, you know, like, feeling unwelcomed and watched, obviously, is, like, eerie. But, yeah. um, you know, but the only one that, other other than those things that, like, could be malicious i guess is there was this one guy that says that like he heard like a childlike whistling is what he called it Mm -hmm. and he like stopped to see like who was whistling and he was literally thrown to the ground (gasps) he like got up and looked around and there was like no one there oh my god (laughs) so that's the only one that was like uh i guess like negative negative vibe but for the most part friendly ghosts get a tour guide you know, get a tourist. <laughs> get a tourist. Uh, and that's uh, that's the story of the Shanghai tunnels in Portland, Oregon. Amazing. Good job. I like that. I like the idea of you never know if you're on top of something haunted. Yeah. I just couldn't believe the trapdoor thing. I was like, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It's so cool. What an awesome find. Good job. <laughs> this was this was lovely. I'm so glad that we're back into it. Should like do this again sometime. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like weekly. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense to me. Weekly sounds good. I can make wow. schedule. <laughs> and guys, if you want us to come back weekly, you should <laughs> like us. <laughs> no, you should rate us, it, but... review us. Subscribe, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Gin and Spirits PC. Mm-hmm. All that fun stuff. Yeah, and see <laughs> us on. So Kate runs the Twitter and I run the Instagram. And Kate, by the way, drew the lovely picture that we both shared. Oh my God. So oh, good. Thank you. I, uh, I downloaded like a new drawing software and I was like, and I, so I just I did it like over a picture of us. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you uh, message kate on twitter or me on instagram and give us your um tales from the great beyond or your questions your questions and comments from the crypts oh i forgot about that one too yeah (laughs) that's awesome all right so we will see you guys next booze day tuesday Happy Wednesday, Tuesday! Happy Wednesday, Tuesday! I missed it. All right. I have to hang up this call to save the recording, then I will call you. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. (laughs)